0: Come on, televu benders. Ah, oh, Matt. Boom. Oh. Boo! Oh, oh! Oh, my heart's going to pizza putter, pizza patter pizza putter.
1: Are you a bit scared with that? Oh, I'm terrified. Good, because we've got a bit of a spooky
0: episode today. Oh, 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 it's spooky? You know what I think is spooky, Daniel? What?
1: Oh, we have that sound effect. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm you, going to be using that throughout the whole thing. When you get scared, press that button. Oh, God. Okay. Don't talk about the... I can't even say it. Don't talk about the... Oh, God. Don't talk about the volivons. Oh, uh, no, can't it <laughs> I can't.
1: I ate volavons. You ate them?
0: Yeah, num, num, num. And then you've been
1: scared ever since. Yeah, can't talk about them. So, welcome back to Tell Me More, where I come to Matt with a fact, and uh, which he doesn't know about, and he has to decide whether it's a good fact to stay in the memory box, or whether it deserves to go down the Tell Me More shitter.
0: I love it. It's the highlight of my week.
1: So, shall we dive right in?
0: Oh, okay, if we have to. Today's
1: fact. hmm Michael Parkinson once terrified the nation in one of the most complained about events on British television. Wow, damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tell me more! What could it be? What could he have terrified the nation with? Parkinson. That poor man. He's dead now, isn't he? No. Oh well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would have terrified the that, nation. That would have fucking terrified me. Alleged. I would have I was, oh, <laughs>
1: Parkinson's dead. Well, shall we go first into who is Michael Parkinson? He's might not be known to some people listening to this.
0: Yeah, but I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now I feel. Now you know everything. <laughs> Michael Parkinson's an English journalist, TV personality, and Yorkshireman. <laughs> Classic Northern chat. He's uh, famous for the show Parkinson, which he hosted from 1971 to 1982, and then came back to ni- from 1998 to 2007. And he's known as one of the greatest British TV talk show hosts. He's very good. He is very good. He's very good at chat.
0: Yeah, and getting stuff out of you as well. <laughs> I remember there was a, an episode that he had with Kenneth Williams, and they had a conversation about class and issues of, of class and, and uh, unions. And it was very good because obviously he's, he's Northern, so everyone loves a union. Uh, but then Kenneth, Kenneth Williams was astutely against unions and saying like, really? Yeah, completely. And you can sort of expect it. They're both polar opposites, but the public just like to watch them because they just bicker.
1: Mm, They've a good, a good, healthy debate. I like it. So. Aye. How did he
0: terrify the nation? I don't know. Tell me.
1: On Halloween night in 1992, <laughs> he hosted a BBC reality horror pseudo-documentary
0: called Ghostwatch. Oh,
1: what? Originally planned to be a six-episode series of a reporter investigating spooky sightings and leading to a live seance, the BBC were concerned about the impact it would have on the viewers. Instead, they agreed to do a one-time event made to look like a live broadcast. <gasps> Oh. The writers based Ghostwatch on the true report of the Enfield poltergeist.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: that's the same poltergeist that The Conjuring 2 was based on. Yeah. Which was where Peggy Hodgson reported moving furniture, knocking on the walls, hearing voices, loud noises, objects being thrown, and even children levitating. <laughs>
0: you're just doing jumping jacks
1: <laughs> spirit uh, <laughs> have you seen the conjuring 2
0: uh yeah i have i, I, I like the but... i like the conjuring films do you yeah, yeah they're really scary <laughs> i love a jump scare i don't know what it is It just makes me feel something you all right yeah we'll get through it oh good,
1: good. so anyway <laughs> but so you know a bit about what the story will be then, because it yeah. was all based on the Enfield poltergeist. Oh, I love I love Gary Enfield. Ghostwatch also featured Sarah Green, who's a Blue Peter and CBBC host, starring also in French and Saunders, Casualty, and Doctor Who. Oh, of course. Um, her role in Ghostwatch was um, she had to go and spend the night at the house with the family. Oh. It also featured Mike Smith, who joined Michael Parkinson in the studio. He's Sarah's real-life husband. Oh! <gasps> Um, hosted Top of the Pops as well mm-hmm. which um, if you don't know is a massive show in the UK
0: yeah do you know who else hosted uh, Top of the Pops yeah. well, very briefly Jimmy
1: Savile <laughs> uh, <he> looked-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and he looked after incoming phone calls from the public Jimmy Savile no <laughs> Mike Smith Oh, sounds like a pseudonym <laughs> God. it also had craig charles oh who um <laughs> is the star of red dwarf and in coronation street oh yes um he'd be outside the house speaking to the residents <laughs> and the neighbors of the area
0: they're still inside so he this, refuses to yeah. go in
1: <laughs> so this was made to look like a real document like a real live broadcast oh so like the equivalent today would be something like um graham norton with ant and deck and holly willoughby doing something like that or oh that's like it's them kind of stars or yeah. maybe for an international audience it'd be oprah doing it with jimmy fallon and seth mcfarlane something like that you know <laughs> i don't know what i was like that's how peculiar this casting was it was parkinson sarah green mike smith and craig charles that is a bit odd it's isn't a it? really
0: weird and to make it look real as well imagine watching that and being like <laughs> why have all of my worst nightmares come together
1: <laughs> but like a kids show host Star of a uh, sci fi comedy and Parky, and, <laughs> Parky, and top of the pops host. Said, What's going on?
0: Top quality. And television. Avengers was the greatest collaboration. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: what was Ghost Watch about? Ghosts, spot on.
0: Oh, brilliant.
1: Set in the fictional street Fox Hill Drive <laughs> in North Holt, London. Pamela Early and daughters Suzanne and Kim are terrorized by a poltergeist called Mr. Pipes.
0: (laughs) Does he sing real good? (laughs) (laughs) Middle of the night, (laughs) Nurse and What do we call him? I don't know. (laughs) Set pipes on him,
1: though. He was called that because of the noises he made through the pipes. <laughs> Singing and <laughs> Dormer. Wow. Um, he's reported to regularly possess Suzanne and lives in the basement,
0: which he refers to as his
1: glory hole. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my grandma, oh my God. Have I told you about this? No. So the cupboard under the stairs, my grandma was like, Matthew, can you get my coat out of the glory hole? I said, what, Linda? (laughs) (laughs) You want want to get your coat from where? She's like, under the glory hole. So long story short, I picked the coat up with my cock. (laughs) (laughs) Glory, isn't it mental?
1: So it must be like a common thing to call it then I didn't know about, but yeah, yeah so so we the glory hole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Covered under the stairs.
1: Or the basement as well. Anything oh. under the stairs, I think. Not many stairs in uh, men's toilets though, so I don't know why they <laughs> <laughs> The show starts seemingly harmless. The whole event is described by the presenters and they interview the family and some people in the area. Suddenly, Suzanne starts making noises, and up until she did, Parkinson was voicing his scepticism about the whole thing, but now is convinced that there is a ghost.
0: I love the name Suzanne. (laughs) Oh no, Suzanne's been taken control of by the ghost. No, Mr. Pipes, not Suzanne. (laughs) Not our Suzanne. Oh, isn't it a shame? She starts speaking
1: with a demonic voice and gets covered in scratches that come out of nowhere.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Oh. People start calling in, saying that they saw Pipes in the background of some of the shots. So they go back and review the footage, and you can see, like, shadowy figures in the background. You can see reflections. But Parkinson acts like he can't see it. Mm. So people at home are starting to think, oh, no, but I can. He just didn't see it properly. Yeah. Then they go into the history of Pipes the Poltergeist, a neighbour talks about a baby farmer who murdered children. Oh, what? Sorry. Mother Seddons.
0: A baby farmer?
1: A baby farmer. So baby farming is the Victorian practice of um, accepting the custody of an infant child in exchange for payment. What sort um, of a fucking name is that? So she used to get children with some money oh, and right. um, killed them. Okay. And in the local area, to the locals, she was seen as kind of like a boogeyman. Boogeyman, A boogeyman?
0: She could break it down on the dance floor. (laughs) Sorry, I've got to kill babies. Oh, I fucking love Elton John. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) A probation officer calls in saying that he was Pipes' probation officer. And he says his name was really Raymond Turnstall, a pedophile who was possessed by Mother Seddon's. He hung himself in the glory hole mm. and his body was eaten by stray cats. <laughs> you
0: know who didn't like cats? Napoleon. <laughs> and Hitler. Genghis Khan. <laughs> then. Mussolini. Uh, oh. <laughs> then. What?
1: Suzanne goes missing.
0: Oh, not again, Suzanne.
1: <laughs> She's heard from the glory hole slash basement <laughs> and the door is locked the camera crew try to break the door down and a mirror falls on a producer and there's blood everywhere. Oh. All of a sudden, things go calm. Oh. But then someone at the studio notices it's just loped footage from before. Pipes then conducts a seance across the country trying to get into everyone's living rooms who's watching. What? What? cuts back to the house and sarah green is trying to get through the door of the basement to get in and rescue suzanne the door flies open grabs her and drags her down the stairs and the door slams shut behind her pipes then gets into the studio and takes over the studio sparks are flying everywhere the set's falling apart and the show ends with michael parkinson getting possessed by pipes what so that's the synopsis of the show
0: that's fucking insane
1: I'll go into a bit more of the reactions from it. Yeah. So the program did have an ident at the start saying it was fake, but nothing during the program um, was there to remind the viewers that it was fake. So anyone who missed that ident at the start had no reason to think that it was not real. As over 30,000 complaints were made from frightened and irate viewers, one of which was Parkinson's elderly mother, <gasps> who thought it was real. <laughs> The BBC were heavily criticised for going a bit too far, especially with Sarah Green being dragged downstairs and Michael Parkinson getting possessed.
0: That's fucking terrifying.
1: So there was a phone line people could ring into as well. Yeah. So it was initially set so when people called up, it also said on there that um it was fake, mm-hmm. so that you know anyone calling in was told that as well. Yeah. But they had so many calls that um, the phone line was full and it just came up with an engaged dial tone. So when things started actually going wrong wrong in the show, they're calling up this phone line that they've been telling to get called and they just met with a dial tone. Beep. Yeah, so wow. that just adds to it as well. That's ominous. Um, at the time, this was the most complained about show on television. Really? Yeah. It what? really fucked like everyone up.
0: Wow, 30,000. That's like a room full of them people.
1: Thirty thousand seats, yeah, of wow. angry
0: people. God,
1: twelve angry men. More like thirty thousand <laughs> angry people yeah. at Parkinson. One of him. It's his mum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, was Matt's tooth. I just slammed the microphone into me tooth. <laughs>
1: So um, this had to be investigated by the Broadcasting Standards Commission, stating that the BBC should have done more than just an eye dent at the start to show it wasn't real. What could they have done? Well, through the show, they could have said it's not real.
0: Oh, uh please. Um,
1: it was described as excessively distressing and a deliberate attempt to cause menace. <laughs>
0: Parkinson causing menace.
1: Unfortunately, this did lead to a suicide of an 18-year-old factory worker with learning disabilities whose home had plumbing issues and who was hyper fixated about the show, so he genuinely thought there was ghosts in his house that pipes had made it into his house as well. Um, so yes, unfortunately he ended up taking his own life, and that was one of the big reactions that came out of the show. And because of all this controversy as well, it's not been repeated on British television since. It's been shown in other places around the world, in Canada I think, and things like that, um, and been released on home videotapes, but um, no, it's not been repeated since. But there were altogether over a million phone calls coming in in response to the show. Some were saying how great it was, and it's since become a bit of a cult classic. Wow. So there was it inspired some other things, and there's similar shows that have been on similar to the way this was. Yeah. Because you've got to think as well, this is way ahead of its time. It's 92, so this is before the Blair Witch Project, before (sighs) Cloverfield. Before, like, them found footage films and things like that. This yeah. is way before all of that.
0: Paranormal activity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Darren Brown also said that um, his show Seance was yes. um, was inspired by this as well. Wow. And there's also another one, which I've had a personal experience with. So there's a, um, a pseudo-documentary as well called The Day That Britain Stood Still, oh. where there was a traffic jam on the M25.
0: We've watched that. Yes,
1: so oh. the first time I watched this, I think I told you. So I went to, I turned it on. Mm. It was on YouTube. I went to go make, get a drink or something and came back and missed the part where it said it was fake. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's presented really, really. You got the actual news reports from the time, mm. um, interviews with um, different people and things. And it's about how the traffic jam on the M25 caused someone who was a um air traffic controller not to make their shift Mm. so someone had to stay overtime, which isn't allowed and um because they were so exhausted after doing their shift they um made one mistake and two planes crashed into each other over luton wow and i was watching it i was like i'd never remember this actually happening but it was so convincing yeah like it's it's great to say in hindsight now oh they should have known that you know parkinson's not getting possessed on telly but when you don't know and it looks quite real yeah it's really convincing
0: wow that would be quite scary to watch I'm, I'm gonna watch that later
1: yeah I mean watch this as, I mean I feel like we should watch this together Watch. oh trip! I've That'd only watched good. a few clips of it and yeah. uh, it is pretty spooky but it's also like fucking Parkinson <laughs>
0: oh Suzanne you are alright <laughs> yeah I'm okay Parky I've just got a few cuts and bruises get me out of the glory hole would you alright <laughs>
1: Something similar has happened in the past that was quite similar to this as well. What? I don't know if you've heard about um, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. Yes. So on Halloween nineteen nineteen thirty eight, Orson Welles narrated a radio play of War of the Worlds Yeah. by um, H.G. Wells. Mm. Brilliant book. Mm-hmm. I love it. Excellent um,
0: uh, audio. Uh, and musical piece oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah,
1: my goodness. How did I skip over that? Uh-huh. One of my favourite albums of all time, Jeff Wayne's musical version of War of the World. Absolute genius. We're playing that out at the end of this episode. like with <laughs> the, the chances Pingu
0: of anything <laughs> coming to Mars are a million to one, he said, Brilliant. It's great. Um, we, we better get some sort of monetary <laughs> value from this now. If you listen to, <laughs> to Jeff Wayne's War of the World, Tell them that we sent you there. Tell Jeff. Tell <laughs> Jeff. So
1: there was a twist to his narration, though, for The War of the Worlds, read by Orson Welles. Yeah. Um, it took on the style of a normal radio show with news bulletins spattered between. Oh, um, no. So it started by from the start of strange explosions happening on the surface of Mars, and it went all the way to Martians attacking Earth. Oh, fuck. Hell broke loose in the studio. Police were marching in, um, flooding in, trying to stop the show as it was still getting recorded. And all the page boys and producers were like holding them back to not get in so that the show could keep going. But it was getting to the point where the mayor of a Midwestern town called up saying that there were mobs in the streets from it. um, And there was reports of suicides, people getting stampeded from the Midwest all the way to the Pacific coast. In the UK? no 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 in um, america this uh, was so Midwest, oh, well, that's yeah. no
0: problem then is it <laughs> fucking deserve <laughs> it idiots <laughs> thinking it's true <laughs> i think anything's true went to the moon oh yeah sure you did yeah, so, yeah the fact dan yeah keep going Oh
1: <laughs> well, that's that's it actually um that was uh, but it was a really good one i've known about this um, for a while now this goes yeah. to watch show and um i just found it really fascinating how the how it was all done and like like i said the people they had on it it's if if you didn't watch that part at the start, it would be really creepy to watch because yeah. it's a CBBC host as well. So it's <laughs> like, you know, a kid's presenter getting dragged downstairs, <laughs> Parkinson getting fucking possessed. <laughs> like it it would freak you out. and Absolutely. But um, yeah, but I just can't believe as well that it was Parkinson who um made one of the most complained about television events. The only thing that topped it was um Big Brother.
0: Jade Goody. When, when
1: Jade Goody was... a big old racist yeah oh god
0: wow so i think
1: now it's like number two from that but
0: fucking hell that's a bit hectic that
1: it's a bit of a hectic one a bit of a spooky one definitely check it out if you get the chance though it is an interesting one and um um yeah the um people who made it also made a behind the scenes documentary which goes more into um the response and the reactions that it got
0: yeah wow
1: that's brilliant so mad or is it well are you glad i told you more where does this fact deserve to go?
0: It's going into the memory box again. I fucking love that. I was I was enthralled in that. Wow,
1: well, I mean, so was I. That's fucking sick. But the fact that
0: that group of people—it's the group that really bring it home for me. I want a, a full TV series just with Parkinson and Suzanne. <laughs> But a Suzanne that I've, I've created in my head. Because, <laughs> you know, I also want Craig Charles, but Red Dwarf Craig Charles. Suzanne works at the Chippy down the road, and they don't sell real vinegar. So, yeah, I think this definitely deserves to go into the memory box. It's fucking genius. Well done, Dan. Thank you. Uh, it was a
1: bit of a different format once again. We've done a bit of history, a
0: bit of spook. Um, and I'm glad we could bring Jimmy Savile into this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, gone and forgotten. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Daniel. Thank for, you for, for bringing this here today. And
1: thank you, Matt, for listening. Oh. And thank you at home as well for tuning in one more time. Once again, if you want to follow us on Instagram. Yes,
0: tellmemore.pod.au. That's tellmemore.pod.au. We <laughs> um,
1: We'll be po- we post a lot of things, um, different pictures and things from the facts. So we'll be um, posting them. Um, a few pictures from Ghost Watch. See what pipes looked like. Mostly
0: just of Parkinson. Parkinson. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank um, you very
1: much. I can't wait to be back again.
0: Oh, what's next week's Dan? You're gonna tell me? Nope. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs>